tell you about a crew I know. Kabuki Down Production and the Steelers Show. With DJ Scott LaRock and KRS-One. With D-Nice, you know the job is done. And I know, oh yes I know. I know because I'm KRS-One. Yo, check this out. One, two, one, two, what's good? I'm DJ Crate Digger of CrateDigger.com. Welcome to season two, day number 17 of the Content Creators of Color Podcast Challenge. Now, every day I'm hopping in and I'm telling you about a group or an artist that's been influential and inspirational to my 25-year career as a DJ. And you heard it. Today's guest, the group, BDP, featuring, or specifically, KRS-One. Um... There's a lot I can say about BDP. I'll first, I'll start by saying that um, BDP is a group and a collective that has had various members throughout the time, uh, its timeline. So I'm not going to try to name every artist that's ever been associated with or a member of BDP. Uh, but the core history revolves around KRS-One, DJ Scott LaRock and D-Nice. Those are the original members. And then uh, other folks, including um, Miss Melody, uh, Kenny Parker, um, other folks, you know, came in, uh, and went as part of the you know group across the years. Um, but after their first release of uh, Criminal Minded, uh, a couple months after its release, DJ Scott LaRock uh, was killed. And um, that kind of, I, I don't want to say, even though I can assume it does, I don't know specifically how that um, changed how KRS-One and other folks in the group or other folks associated with the group um, started to see um, their mission in the context of being an artistic or hip-hop group. But, um, you know, eventually, you know, moving forward, way forward, um, a lot of us know D-Nice as a DJ. A lot of folks don't recall or remember that, you know, he was a rapping member of BDP. Um, and those of you who do recall, my name is my name is D Nice slash They Call Me D Nice uh, as a single. Um, so there's a lot of different history, and I feel like I'm somewhat rambling. So let's let's get let's get back tight with it. Um, why this group is important to me, specifically um, in like 1990, give or take. Um, my mom still was very against hip hop, um, in part because she didn't wasn't aware of and didn't see the value that hip-hop was bringing um not just to my life but generally to the to the culture space um and it was we took a trip to uh new jersey to visit some um friends of the family and uh during that trip to jersey um my mom had a whole lot of different conversations with this other uh with her friends and you know other parents who had, you know, kids roughly the age of me and my brothers. Um, so being in Jersey in the summer of 1990, um, actually, I take that back. This might this might have been the summer of 89, but either, either the summer of 89 or the summer of 90, whenever In Living Color first started. Because if I'm not mistaken, this is around the time that In Living Color first came on air. Um, so whatever that time frame was, late 80, uh, either summer 89, summer 90, but around in that time. Um, but her talking to these other, you know, her friends about how, you know, and understanding hip hop, hip hop and its engagement and its influence on young people, how all hip hop isn't this NWA or two live crew or whatever it was kind of stereotyped to be. And then once again, being in Jersey versus being in Columbus, Ohio, 
the culture of hip hop feels different, looks different, uh, and was different. So she was able to see it uh, from a different perspective, um, which led to her kind of easing up the reins, so to speak, in, in how she parented. Um, it led to me being able to kind of decide the haircuts that I want for so long. I couldn't get the, you know, specifically I couldn't get a box, even though I had plenty of hair for it. She wouldn't let me get a box because she didn't like the hairdo. And I think this experience specifically with going to Jersey, hearing BDP and some of their um, their music helped to realize, and these other conversations helped to realize um, how hip hop had hip hop had a different influence and kind of moved her to have a respect for me as an individual as a teenager in ways that she was fighting or wasn't willing to accept before um i know there's a, a lot more to the story that i'm not going to get into um not to like not the specific story but just the context of me growing up as a teen and my engagement with my parents but i say all that to say and i bring up uh bdp because their approach to sharing both hip-hop culture street and political awareness and other things kind of helped my once again my parents develop a different perspective than they had previously when it came to hip-hop and then moving forward specifically with KRS-One being in my opinion one of the best rappers to ever exist um, and, and having a, a lot of different uh, experiences and recollections of hearing KRS-One's music and kind of how it shaped my perspective on different things and then once again when I was learning to DJ in 1997, like learning to DJ when Step Into a World was dropping, um, just kind of was an experience to be kind of at the ground floor of my development as a DJ when joints like that were, were getting played worldwide. So enough talk for me. I'm the Crate Digger. This is season two, day 17 of the Content Creators of Color podcast challenge. We're rocking with BDP and KRS-One. Let's go. Bird to fly about on stage, ain't here for 
no button just to say a little something. Your suckers don't like me because they're all about nothing. However, I'm really fascinating to the letter. My all around performance gets better and better. My English grammar comes down like a hammer. You need style, I need to pull your part on. Favors your kiss and other people's. I write and produce myself just as fast. Cut my hair like this. Got the time for cherry girls. Attracting only women. Got the time for little girls. Cause girls look so good. But their brain is not ready. I don't know. I'd rather talk to a woman. Cause I'm on so steady. So here we go. I'm not a musical maniac. I'm a fanatic. I'm a fanatic. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. Hey baby, how old 
hip-hop music whoa, like whoa, I do. See? And we're gonna do it like whoa, this now. Listen to the lyrics. Whoa, say hip-hop roll, hip-hop roll. And these other industries out here can't take it. Come on, hip-hop roll, hip-hop roll. And these other industries out here can't take it. We want rap music, we want the rap music.
is when I wake up, make up my bed, wake up the bread and said, scratching my head, why am I so damn intimidating? Is it because of laws designed to keep us waiting and waiting, thus hating all forms of a setback? Get back! If you can't understand a rap act, this is the language of the people ready to hear the truth. I got no juice, cause I'm not getting juice. To have juice means you kiss and lick a lot of booty. To have respect means you simply knew a newbie. Heard what I had to say and felt the so you say that too. I'm not down with a juice crew, but anyway, I say today the message I create is great. I don't preach hate, I simply get the record straight.